0: us again on off topic with Alex and CeeLo. I'm Alex. I'm CeeLo. Uh just a quick just before we get started just want to throw it out there. We do apologize for not rec- not not recording but not releasing an episode the two Wednesdays ago. Um I kind of been going through some shit. Celo also going through some shit but also super busy and it's kind of just tough for us to get together and so we kind of both agreed that we would just skip a episode and kind of just go back to the schedule two weeks after that and then um, and also another reminder that we are releasing every two weeks for the time being until we're able to get back on track and release it uh, every week But yeah, thank you guys for joining us again four weeks since our last episode
1: four weeks has kind of <laughs> flown by
0: yeah, it is, it's crazy because it doesn't feel like four weeks. It doesn't. It honestly feels like it was just two weeks, three weeks at max, but not four weeks. <laughs>
1: not a whole month. Yeah, just um, when you're busy and day to day, just trying to get shit done. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of just get, get caught up in like, what do I got to do next? And yeah. you realize oh, it's has been a month.
0: And I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar to that like cliche saying, I guess you could say where you kind of like take a step back and smell the roses. Like, we don't ever really take time to do that. So then when we finally take time time to step back and smell the roses, like, holy, bro, it's been four weeks. Yeah. It feels like it's only been a week. <laughs> and you kind of just sit back and you just start to realize how quick everything just goes by and it's wild, B.
1: I know, life is fucking <laughs> short.
0: Uh, But how you been?
1: Good, good, for the most part. Good,
0: good. Yourself? Uh, uh, As you could probably tell, my voice is a little fucked.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I feel like I low-key have been struggling with some allergies. I said that funny. Allergies. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, I've been congested and my left ear has been plugged for the past few days. And so it's been kind of hard to hear. Um, But it's clearing up. It does that every so often. But I, I hate that. I hate like feeling like I'm going deaf in one ear. Yeah.
0: I'd rather the go deaf in both ears. That is true. Yeah. Cause
1: it's like, you have that one good ear and on your right side, like you can hear perfectly fine. But on your left side, it's like, it's like your left ear is missing out.
0: It's like, it's like when you're listening like to music and one of your headphones is out. Exactly. It's the worst. <laughs> rather just have both of them broken.
1: <laughs> 100%.
0: But yeah. My voice is kind of chalked right now. Um, it's actually gotten a lot better since Sunday. mm. Uh, I went to a concert with Jans and Chong. We went out to Berkeley to go watch a couple bands, another rock concert. I I was not planning to go as hard as I did. <laughs> I really was not, bro. Usually I show up in shorts, a t-shirt because I know that I'm going to sweat. I know that it's going to get hot. I know that I'm going to go crazy. And usually I take clothes afterwards to change into to just kind of be comfortable, take some sandals or whatever, some sweats, a hoodie. This time, I didn't expect to go that crazy. So I didn't take extra clothes or sandals for afterwards. And I wore pants, a t-shirt, and a crew That's neck. That's where you fucked up? Yes, completely. We were in there, and there wasn't that many people. It's a really small venue. And so I was kind of just like, this is chill, bro. Like, there's not that many people here. I don't really see everybody going crazy right now. So I, I feel like this is going to be a calm, chill event. Like, I could just sit back enjoy the music and kind of just vibe and first performance comes out taylor acorn she comes out and she absolutely kills it bro and i just cannot help but headbang like crazy because it was such good music and then i was like okay okay i'm gonna calm down again calm down again next band the home team comes out mm-hmm and they're way more louder, way more hyped up, and way more fucking rock star like, headbanging the shit out of their lives. Yeah. And I was, I just couldn't help it, bro. I, was, I just went crazy again. After that, I was kind of like, okay, now I need to calm down because like the next two acts are coming up, and I gotta, I gotta calm down before the end of the night.
1: That's a lot of bands.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the next band comes up with confidence. Uh, Apparently, it was their last tour. Um, Oh,
1: that's the name of the band, With Confidence. Yeah, With Confidence. I thought you meant they just came out With Confidence, Uh, with Swagger.
0: I'm sure they did, actually. Right. They did. They came out.
1: I mean, that's their name. They have to. Yeah, they have
0: to. And so they came out, and they performed, and that was super dope, and I couldn't help but go crazy again. And there was a mosh pit in the middle, and my lady and Chong, they kept telling me, like, you should go in the mosh pit. And I was like, dude, if I go in there, I'm not coming back out. Like (laughs) I'm going to get addicted to being in there and I'm going to be in there the rest of the night. And I kind of don't want to, because I know I'm going to be in pain already. So after with confidence finished, it was kind of like pretty emotional because it's their last tour and all the fans, there was a lot of people there that were like big fans and they were kind of just like, damn, like I can't believe it's actually over. Like, this is crazy.
1: How come they're breaking up? I or think they just decided,
0: I think it's all good, on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just decide to, I mean, they're kind of probably getting older and kind of just like, I think we just need to calm down, kind of you just know. do more behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know how old they are? Um, I don't, but I think they might be like late twenties, probably early thirties. That's
1: young. What the hell? Yeah.
0: But I mean, having to do tours and go out there and perform like crazy like, especially rock, mm-hmm. like, where you have to get crazy all the time. Like, it probably gets really old really yeah, quick. I bet. And and then the last band came out, which was uh, Real Friends. And they fucking killed it also, bro. And I was, again, dude, I just couldn't help but go crazy. Like, the music starts playing and it just completely disregards everything that I said about calming down. <laughs> and so then I went crazy again. And after that, like, my neck was killing me. Everything had already started hurting that night. Yeah, my voice was kind of gone. My neck was killing me. My back was hurting. My feet were killing me. My legs were hurting. And I kind of just was like, oh, "Bro, I know tomorrow I'm gonna, gonna be hurting suck. so bad. The next I'm gonna couple regret of days, this tomorrow. Yeah, dude. I had a good time, so fuck it. And it's been hurting. <laughs> I've I <mean>, been hurting. <laughs>
1: I know. I saw you. Uh, what, what was yesterday?
0: Yeah, at the homie Child's yep. house. Yeah. When yeah. We were playing
1: poker. You were like. I can't move my body. Yeah, I don't dude. know what's going on.
0: It was brutal. <laughs> you look like you
1: had like the worst leg day ever.
0: when The way you were walking. I had the worst leg day, the worst fucking neck day, voice day, everything. Everything. Day. Dude, it was bad. But, he, but I mean, it was fun overall. And Berkeley is such a dope city, bro. Like, yeah, that was my first time being out there and it's super dope because it's very like college city. Mm-hmm. So there's so many young people out there that are all just trying to vibe and just have a good time, go along their own business. And it was just super dope. We stopped by Amoeba Music. I got myself a new Tribe Called Quest slip mat for my record player. Um, Yeah, dude, it was a good good day.
1: That's dope. Sounds like a good
0: time. (sighs) Yeah, it was. Um,
1: But uh, those bands are like, I don't know, not super well known?
0: uh, I mean, if you don't listen to rock, like heavily, like punk, then I don't think you would know them.
1: Well, I listen to a lot of punk rock, but I've never heard of them.
0: Yeah, I've, I only know of With Confidence because of Chong. Mm. Um, the other ones I haven't really heard of at all. But, I mean, good music, I'd definitely listen to them. I'd go watch them again for sure. <laughs> I'd have to check them out. Yeah. Because,
1: th- well, the the people that I listen to in, like, the punk rock genre, like The Story So Far, and Arbor,
0: like... Yeah.
1: I can't really think of many more at the top of my head. Obviously, the classics like a May Day Parade.
0: I went to go see them one time. Fuck you. I hate yeah, you. <laughs> I, I, went <laughs> with, I went with Chong a, uh, a few years ago. Wait. At a festival? Nah, we saw them at Ace of Spades. Oh, that's fucking tight. Yeah, it was dope. We saw um there, we saw o Weatherly, which was like this small band mm-hmm. from uh Texas. And then we saw... Um, William Ryan Key, which is the lead singer for Yellow Card, which yep. Yellow Card had just gotten, have just gotten back together recently. And, but at the time he was solo. And then we saw this wildlife, which is a duo and they were hella good too. And then May Day Parade was the final performance. And dude, it was, I can only imagine how dope that was. It was a heavy, heavy set, bro. Yeah. Like it was a heavy hitter lineup. That whole lineup was incredible.
1: I don't know none of those people to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I like going to see a an artist or a band that doesn't really have a lot of uh, popularity because, yeah. well, one, I feel like it's it's always an intimate venue. Yes. Two, it's like that artist, even though they don't have that many people in the audience, like they're gonna go as hard as they fucking can because they're trying to like prove themselves. Um, but there's been like a couple instances where I saw an artist before they you know had like a whole discography like i remember when i went to go see corday he didn't even have an album out so he was about to drop an album but like i went to go see him on tour yeah and i was I was like worse kind of worse i hate it but like it was really dope because well like he was getting co-signed from like dr dre anderson pock like a bunch of big name artists so i'm like he's got to be good yeah um i go check him out he plays some uh songs from his album i'm like oh this is lit you know, and I'm not like the biggest Corday fan, but like just like that, like raw energy yeah. is just so dope. Um, And tomorrow, my uh, friend actually gave me a ticket to go see Jack K's, which is like this underground, um, I don't even know what genre. I would say like uh, indie punk. Or, you are ready to go tomorrow? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like
0: the day that this episode drops. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, like, Wednesday. Uh, so yeah,
1: Wednesday, I have school, I got lecture clinicals, and then I'm going to drive to Oakland. And uh, see that for free. But he's got to drive there, so he just got to pay for gas.
0: With, with the homie or by yourself?
1: Oh, with the homie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with the homie. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be dope. Because, like I, like, I. okay, so I really like this person's music. But, like, you know when you like artists and they don't have a lot of music out? Uh, yeah. They have, like, maybe... Like, like an EP. Yeah, like, they have maybe, like, <laughs> barely over an hour, you know, hours worth of music. But, like, yeah. you still heavily fuck with their music. And, there's like, it's because they just started popping onto the scene... And you're just like, oh, this is dope. Like like seeing artists in the early stage of their of their career. Like imagine seeing Kendrick Lamar when he dropped section eighty. Yeah. Like that would have been bonkers. Yeah. yeah. But at the time you don't realize you don't even know how big they are gonna be. Like you don't know how big they're gonna become.
0: Yeah, that's it's funny that you mentioned that because I have this conversation a lot. That's how it was when me and Jans went to go see Jid perform. <laughs> we so okay. we've seen him twice.
1: And we're gonna well I'm gonna see him yeah, for the first time, we're but gonna, we're, gonna we're gonna see him. We're gonna
0: see him a third time. And the first time we saw him was at a small venue, and he wasn't even actually the 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 headliner. Main, yeah, Man, the headliner. Yeah. He was opening he was the second opener. There was four artists and he was the second one performing.
1: Isn't that crazy to think about? Like some of our favorite artists were once openers. Yeah. And he was what an
0: he was an opener for Jazz Cartier. Mm and that's insane yeah that's
1: insa- that's for people who know those two artists that's actually insane yeah bro like that doesn't even sound right it but does it
0: and so when me when me and Jan's uh or J- jid announced that he was going on tour i was like yo we're going yeah we bought the tickets for hella cheap because it was he was opening and i had listened to jazz cartier a little bit but at the time i was like more into jid
1: and for the record jazz cartier is dope
0: but yeah, he twisted. is. Yeah, yeah, he is for sure.
1: But I really fuck with him. Yeah, a lot more. Heavy.
0: heavy. And and at the time, I fucked with Jit a lot more because he was new mm-hmm. and it was like a fresh sound, and it was just like nobody was doing what he was doing.
1: Wait, how did you find out about him?
0: I actually came across. So I found out about him before he signed. Like I think a month before he signed with uh, Dreamville. Yeah, I was on YouTube and I just randomly this random video came up of him performing a uh, never yeah and he was talking about like how he wants to go big in in the rap world because like he still drives a bucket and this and that and mm-hmm. that and this and in atlanta and all this like he was known in atlanta but not outside yeah and it was just some random youtube video i came across and i was like let me just check this out bro so i watched mm-hmm. it and i was like never been shit never had shit never mm-hmm. did i was like yo i was like, like kendrick I was like, what? bro, this will be rapping and cursive. Like <laughs> he is clean, <laughs> dog. Yeah. And it was just a new sound. And I was like, I I'm, I'm gonna check some more stuff out. Of it. And I, I listened to a couple more. And then um and then I like I stopped listening to him because he didn't really have much music out. Mm-hmm. And so I kinda like forgot about him. A month later, I think I'm on Twitter or some I'm on like some social media yeah. and I and it's like Dreamville new artist signed Jid. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy looks hella familiar. It sounds familiar, mm-hmm. too. I was like, what the hell? And so I kind of just, like, pushed it aside, whatever. And then they announced that he's releasing his album. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, he signed a Dreamville. He's got to be dope. So then I checked out his album, and I was like, wait a second. I fucking heard this song before, <laughs> and it was the never his never track again. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I fucking heard this song, like, a month and a half ago. And so from then, I just had been a big fan, and I was like, bro, this dude is lit. Mm-hmm all his features, he'd kill him, And to this day, he, yeah, features. To the, he, he makes, he makes other songs, his song. <laughs> and so me and Yans went to go see him and he was just super small, bro. We were in line waiting Like short. I'm just kidding. He yeah, actually, he, <laughs> he is, actually he is, he was is short. <laughs> yeah. He is hella short. And so we were in line waiting and we were just talking to other people in line. We got there hella early cause we wanted to be in the front. And, Everybody would ask us like, "Oh, who are you?" Because like you know, that's the question. Like, "Oh, who are you here to see?" And so everybody, we're just like, "Oh, yeah, who are you guys here to see? Like, you guys here to see jazz, jid, like?" And they would be like, "Oh, we're here for jazz Cartier. We're here for jazz Cartier. We're here for jazz Cartier." And somebody asked us like, "Who are you guys here for?" And we're like, "Oh, we're here for for jid." And they were just like, "Jid, who the hell's jid?" Yeah, and we're like, "Oh, he's one of the openers. He just signed, he just recently signed a Dreamville. He's hella dope." And they're like, "Oh, I mean." I never heard of him, but I mean, if he signed a Dreamville, he's got to be cool. So we're like, yeah, and we're just, me and Jan's kind of looked at each other like in confusion, like, what the fuck? Like, nobody knows who Jid is right now? Yeah. So we get into the venue. First uh, first artist comes up. It's like some local rapper. He does his thing. And then Jid comes up, and he fucking kills it, bro. Mm-hmm. He does his thing. And after he performs, he's like, all right, guys, like, I'm going to be over here chilling on the side. If you guys want to come say what's up, like... Come say what's up. I'm gonna be chilling. We take some pictures, do some autographs, whatever. He gets off stage, and he goes to the side. I didn't see him go to the side, but he was over there. Event, mm-hmm. uh, he was over there, and then so we're just chilling. We went to go get some drinks, I think, and then we came back. We're waiting for the next performance, and then while the next performance was up on stage, I just looked to my left, and I just see Jid just chilling there by himself, like standing by, like by his. There's like a booth with like merch and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just standing there. And nobody was there. Wow. And I look at Jan's and I'm like, yo, Jid is just fucking chilling there. I was like, should we go say what's up? Like, I'm hella scared right yeah. now. <laughs> I was hella scared. But I was like, bro, should, should we go say what's up to Jid? And she was like, I mean, yeah, like, do you want to? And I was like, fuck yeah, like, let's go. Because why not? So I bought a bandana from him. I think Jan's bought a bandana too. Uh, And then... I had him sign my ticket, he signed Jan's ticket, and took a picture with him, a couple pictures, and I was just like, bro, like, this is wild, like, you're you're gonna be the next, you're gonna be fucking big, bro, like, just keep doing your thing, like, your music is fucking lit, dog, and so it's kind of just like, "All right, cool, like, whatever, and we're just chilling there, just kind of just talking with him for a bit. And then we like, all right, bro. Like, we'll let you go now. Like, I mean, you probably want to go do something else, or like, not talk to the same fucking people this the whole night. So we're like, all right, cool, later. So i went back, and I was just like, what the fuck? And like, still nobody was going over there. And I was like, wow, bro, this is crazy. Like, nobody here is gonna like trying to go say what's mm-hmm. up to Jid. And that was what year? Shit, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> probably like, it's probably like a. Uh, what are we in right now? 2022? Yeah. Uh, it was probably like 2016, 20- 17, something like that. And two years later, it was probably 17 because, no, nah, it was probably 16 because like two years later, we went to go see him again in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And this time he had, a, he like, he's big as fuck right now. Yeah. But at that point, he was way bigger than he was when we first mm-hmm. saw him. And so we went to go see him and it was like the amount of people that were there and it, it like the amount of people that were actually there for him, yep. and we were just like, "Holy shit!" Like, two years, this dude got fucking big, mm-hmm. bro, and we got VIP tickets, so we we went we went to go meet him, took more pictures, and when we saw him, we were like, "Bro, you fucking blew the fuck up!" I was like, "We were at your show out at your first tour out, and uh, well, I don't think it was his first tour, but." Like his first One of the national tours, tours. Mm-hmm. we're like, bro, we were like on your when, in your first tour with Dreamville when you were performed in a uh, Oakland at I think it was the Fox Theater or something like that, mm-hmm. and he was just like, oh shit, I actually remember that show. That's insane. He was like, wait a second, were you two like like the couple that kids I was like, yeah. And he was <laughs> like, he was like, yo, that's wild. He's like, I remember that show because was like, I was barely starting off, and I mean, not many people were coming to see me. They were there for jazz. Mm-hmm. He was like, but. He's like, that's crazy, and I was like, "Dog, that's you blew wild. the fuck up, bro!" Yeah. And he was like, "Damn, like this, that's wild, bro! Like it's crazy. Thank you for sticking with me for like these last couple of years." And we're like, "Bro, we're gonna co- like continue to." It was just crazy. And he's like bro. such a down to
1: earth dude, huh?
0: Yeah, he's super yeah. humble, bro. That shit was so lit, dog. I was like, "Damn, this is crazy, bro." Yeah. Well, what's cool
1: about uh, the Jed, um, the Jed example is that like I I've put so many people onto him. Like, I'm like, do you listen to Jid? They're like, who? Or they'll be like, what? I'm like, Jid. J-I-D. Like, Jittery. But Jid. They're like, no, I don't know who that is. I'm like, do me a favor. Go home. Like, especially when the when the Forever Story dropped. I'm like, go home. Yeah. Listen to this album. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they did. And like I know there's people listening who probably won't listen to the album. But I promise you, if you haven't listened to it yet, you should Please. do yourself a favor and do that. Yeah, he's lit. But the example of you saying how you found Jid is how I found uh, Six Lack or Black black yeah. yeah so when he dropped problems back in i don't even know what year it was i was on uh youtube the same thing right just watching a bunch of different music videos back and forth and then he pops up and i'm like yo this is dope yeah i'm like who the heck is this guy like he you blew know up pretty quick huh yeah he, he blew did it pretty quick
0: mm-hmm. like once you've seen his name one place yeah. you saw it everywhere
1: everywhere uh i thought he was like some soundcloud artist or whatever like you know, there's like a lot of artists who have um, a really popular song, and then kind of like, like they have fall more off. songs, but yeah. they kind of fall off. So I was like, is that going to be this guy? Like, I was like, I hope not, because he has a really dope sound, and uh, I just really fuck with his um, style of music. Yeah, and then he ends up dropping some more songs, and I'm like, dude, this guy's fucking
0: dope. Yeah, he was late, but it's it's it sucks, bro. It's like a love hate relationship watching your favorite artist become successful. Yeah, because obviously you want your favorite artist to become successful, to go big, you want everybody to listen to them but at the same time, you're kind of like, damn, the more successful and the bigger you get, like, the more expensive your tickets are gonna Mm -hmm. be, the bigger the venues are gonna be, like, the less um, intimate and less Mm -hmm. personal the the performances are gonna be, like, and you're kind of just like, damn, and like, you kind of don't want to see it happen, I know. but it's such but a selfish thing time. for you right. to not want to see it happen.
1: Like as much as I wanted to go see Blink, wow, I am tired. Liberty as much two. as yeah, as <laughs> as I wanted to see Blink one eighty two, um, the tickets were a bit too expensive. Yeah, uh, you know,
0: I heard they got up to like nine hundred or something like that.
1: That's ins- I would not like as look. I love their music, but I know they're not the greatest live yeah you know so it's like i take that into consideration when i think about how much money i'm willing to pay for the tickets and so for me it wasn't worth it it would have been the best show like it would have been up there for one of my favorite shows of all time if it had been more of like a reasonable price because why why am i paying less to see the arctic monkeys who i i think are really well known up there yeah um than it is to see blink 182 like i get it like they're they're really nostalgic yeah yeah you know, for a lot of people especially i mean i've heard them when i was in high school so i was probably like i think 14 at the time when yeah. i first heard about them i was with like i think you rick rick for sure and um it was just like a good time it was a carefree time like i was fucking the homie fucking rick actually around, put me on xbox One Eighty Two. of course he did, cause he's the fucking homie <laughs> yeah you know so i get it like it's a lot of nostalgia but still it's like come on
0: yeah the way I look at it is, I see the price. I think the I think uh Jan's found some tickets for like five hundred, like in the nosebleeds or something like that. But fuck that. Yeah, yeah. but the way I look at it is, I I see the prices and I'm like, yo, you're paying five hundred to see this band. That's how much we paid. I think we might have paid even less for day in Vegas. Yeah. And we seen. I don't want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say hundreds of, of artists, but no. we we saw a good amount of. We artists, saw a good amount. At least thirty. Yeah. We saw at least 30 artists perform for either the same amount or a little less than that.
1: And even if like we paid that amount to see 10 artists, I would have been happy.
0: 5 artists.
1: Yeah. Cuz we saw, you know, I'm not going to go over the whole list again, but like you know some like big names. Big like, names, yeah. You know, Kendrick, Doja, Post, Tyler,
0: SZA, Ari, yeah. IDK. Wait, Ari? Ari Lennox? Was she there? Yeah. Oh, I don't think you saw her. I didn't. I think no, you guys stayed for um Denzel Curry, no, was it? Was, no, it was it was uh, SZA or Denzel Curry. Oh yeah, you're right. Who else did you guys see for instead of Ari Lennox? <sighs>
1: that was so long ago, I don't remember.
0: I, I must have I seen saw, someone I,
1: I must have seen someone instead. I don't remember who.
0: Damn, might have been Sir. No, might, I think Sir
1: he... was was when Uzi was playing.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Fuck it. I don't know, but but anyways, Ari, Ari Lennox was <clears> there. Uh, blast,
1: yes, I blast,
0: dude. There was a lot of big artists that we got to see for that amount of money, and so when I see people paying, people like almost willing to pay that much to see one band, I'm just like, bro, you're crazy.
1: I guess you just gotta really love the band. Yeah,
0: some people do, yeah, yeah. and they and they'll pay. I mean, if you got the money, why the That's fuck true. not?
1: But as much as I love, <laughs> you know, Kendrick Lamar. I hesitate to buy a six hundred dollar ticket, yeah, three hundred dollar ticket, yeah, just for one concert, yeah. As much as I love his music, he's if a I fucking had man. the money, if mm. I
0: was like a fucking hundred thousand air, right. a, a millionaire, I'd say fuck it, yeah, go money, watch all these motherfuckers, wipe on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I buy front row tickets to blurge. every one of these
1: concerts. <laughs> Me and the homies, pff, easy.
0: I <laughs> will buy every ticket that way. I'm the only one there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that that blows my mind, dude. It blows my mind. That's crazy. Cause yeah. I mean, even for Coachella, like for our tickets for next year, for me and Jans, it's only a few hundred dollars more than what we would have paid for blink One Eighty Two. That's insane. And that's a three day festival with big name art. Like, mm-hmm. you know, every artist that goes to Coachella is a big name. Like it's yeah. Coachella. And if and, Frank ocean isn't there next year,
1: I'm going to lose my
0: shit. Yeah. I'm going to go drown in the Frank ocean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, uh, but anyways, aside from that, like what you been up or how's school, bro? I know you, um, you're working with a client, patient. Yeah.
1: I mean, I can't really talk about that.
0: Oh yeah. You're right. I mean, because of HIPAA, but you <laughs> could just tell me that if it's good at going good or not. It is. It is good. Um, without obviously, yeah, no, I
1: can't. But, uh, I will say that it's been, it's been a lot of learning. Um, it definitely like, well, it's, it's like, cause you have an idea of what something is like speech therapy but once you actually do it you're like because it okay so on the surface it looks really simple yeah right because it's like oh like this seems you know easy and fun but like you're it's like okay it's like if you're um like a therapist like okay it's, it seems like a casual conversation but the person's taking so many notes like mental notes yeah. certain, like they're observing your behaviors your thought patterns and, and they're like kind of not like putting you in a box but like kind of just um organizing how you think your thought patterns and like seeing how they could help you think yeah mannerisms but like see how you could think differently or how like let's say um um you have like a bad habit and you're doing this thing over and over and like you don't know why and then you talk to this person a professional to help you um and at first you may not be aware of it because it's such a habit that like you don't think about it and now they bring it to your awareness they're like hey like I noticed that you do x have you thought about doing this instead um and then you find like a different method to cope or to speak and then eventually like you see progress you know like that's that's a really cool aspect of it um but a lot of it is kind of just like figuring out the person that you're working with and uh thinking of how can you how can you utilize the small amount of time you have with this person and how can you uh create a therapy that
0: is like specialized for that person Spe-
1: yeah it's specialized for that person and is also motivating for that person in a way that we're like they intrinsically which means like within uh feel motivated as opposed to like someone saying you have to do this like they they want to do it themselves not because yeah someone else is telling them to do it to do it
0: yeah and i mean i think that's a big thing because a lot of time because i also noticed this i mean i don't really get in that deep like but like just giving my friends advice or giving my being there for my friends or something like that. I try to never tell them what to do. I always try to just encourage them and let them know like, Hey, it might be a good idea, but look at the end of the day, it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you whether you want to do it or not.
1: Well, that's how you should do it. You should give people, you know, suggestions, two options. Yeah. Just options, suggestions and tell them, well, if you do this, this might happen. If you do this, this might happen, but ultimately the choice is yours. Yeah. Because you can't, Tell someone how to live the life. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't, because yeah. people aren't going to listen to you if you're like, you should do this and you should do that. It's like and, you don't and listen to your to, parents when they talk to you like that, right? Yeah, why would absolutely. You, why would you not. listen to a friend when they and, talk to you? And like to that? some
0: point, it kind of becomes like you just want to be rebellious now. Exactly. You're like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to listen to you because you're exactly. telling me what exactly. to do. Like, not like, dude. We've had this conversation before when, when when we talk about parents. It's like you're trying to tell me what to do. Now I'm about to do the complete opposite, just out of spite, yeah. just to piss you off because. You're trying to control my every move. And exactly. so, but that's dope, dude.
1: Yeah. Or if like, uh, if I see a sign that says, don't walk on grass, I want to walk on the grass now.
0: Dude. Like, why are you going to tell me not to do it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you kind of just like, well, what happens if I do walk on the grass? Like, why can't I walk on and the grass? And then how much can I get away with? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Is there somebody here watching me, yeah. making sure that I don't walk on the grass?
1: Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, one bad thing that I do is that I drive in the carpool lane during, um, hours where you have to be, you have to have someone in the passenger and I kind of risk it for the biscuit. I'm like, if I get a ticket, that's on me. But like, I know that I'm going to get to my destination faster, but it's funny because like, I don't know if it's intuition or if it's the universe telling me or if it's God, but something tells me to like not get in the carpool on certain days. And then I see this cop on a motorcycle every single time. Every single time, I'm like, this could have been a day where I could have gotten a ticket, but
0: it wasn't. I actually never risk it. No, no. Why? I I've gotten tickets before, bro. I'm not trying to pay. I one. dude, I think I that's haven't the gotten thing. a ticket for carpool, mm-hmm. but I've gotten tickets for speeding. Um, I mean, obviously for other things outside of driving because yeah. of skateboarding and trespassing and all this stupid shit. But as far as driving, I think I've only gotten tickets for speeding. And I'm not about that life. See, (laughs) not trying to pay no tickets, bro. Same. (laughs) I agree, but I've never
1: gotten a ticket. So part of me is like, how long can I get away with this for? Yeah, you know, like Uh, like, I've been doing it for a while. I'm not gonna lie. How close
0: can I get to the end before I actually fall? (laughs) Right, right. But but I can see, I can see that also because it's kind of like. You start to think to yourself, like, well, I never get caught. Yeah. So, like, I can, I'm just going to keep doing it. But I've gotten caught before, so thing, I'm not trying to do that
1: and, and there's days where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a good driver and not be in the carpool lane when I'm not supposed to be. But then there's this other motherfucker who does it as well. And I'm like, well, if he's doing it, I'm going to do it, which yeah. is not a good way to think about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, listen, if, 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 if he gets pulled over, what are the odds that I get pulled over Yeah. To? Well, he's he's going to chase me because I'm speeding away, but he just let this other guy get away. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no. Okay, I'm obviously not going to run away from the or drive away from the cops, but you know
0: with our luck we'll be the ones being pulled over. That's <laughs> and, very then, and that other guy true. will get away. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I also like I don't go in the carpool lane for my entire drive. I do it for like just a pass But yeah, up. just to pass like yeah. five, ten for cars. The,
0: for that I have done. Oh, okay. I will use it as a passing lane. Yeah, that's what I, I do. But I don't be chilling. Right, with exactly. Lane. No like, fuck that. When I don't have some a passenger with me or if it's not within like the time frame that you could be in yeah. carpool lane with as a single driver like I don't really be I think i don't really be in that lane more than like two minutes. I just use it as passing and that's right. it. Yeah, no, same. That's what I meant to say. Because sometimes there's too many cars in the right lane and it's like, bro, there's like seven semi-trucks back to back to back to back and there's oh. no way I can use this one to pass them up. You good? I just threw up. In your mouth? A little
1: bit, yeah. That's disgusting.
0: That's kind of lit to be h
1: It's not. It feels disgusting. I need some water.
0: <laughs> threw up and then threw it back oh, down? Oh, God. <laughs> As low-key the worst I love how that's funny
1: to you But for me it's like That's such (laughs) a disgusting thing So
0: it's actually funny to me Because that happens sometimes Uh, Because sometimes I'll be trying to burp And it's not a burp
1: (laughs) That's the worst Or like when you have to fart And it's not just a fart Yeah it's
0: like when you trust the fart a little too much (laughs) Like that Sometimes I'd be trusting a burp a little too much Oh yeah And so like I go to burp And then like I'm like Oh shit I just threw up a little bit In my mouth That's fucking disgusting But I low key. Yeah 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 for sure Got you. Keep the folks entertained.
1: All right, yeah. Um, I'm trying, but like I'm also trying to like not throw up some more. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is actually giving you water, and he just tripped over his headphones on the floor. He almost fell, but he didn't. It's fine. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna drink some water now.
0: I'm still alive. The oh, still sorry intact. about that, guys. And we're that back. That was disgusting. Um. So, if you're eating I'm so sorry. So I want to touch back on why we, I, mean, <clears throat> I want to get more into why we kind of skipped the last episode. I mean, as far as my part, I don't know if you want to share your side. Uh, but. Sorry, as, I just heard Benny go meow. Yeah. Anyways, continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as far as my side, um, the first week, or the first, because uh, there was two weeks in between the episode, and we were trying to get together to record... That week, so we can release the following week. And, but I think you happened to be busy and we just couldn't find the time to get together. And then the following week, we were going to try to get together again. And that week, I was kind of going through some shit. So I was kind of just like, uh, kind of be better if we just skip this week and just Tell go my last on. Week? To, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had three exams last week. Yeah. I was and so, so I was kind of just like, I'm kind of just, Battling some inner demons, and I kind of just feel like it'd be better if we just skip this week, also. And I mean, kind of helped that you were a little busy because I was kind of just like, well, he's busy. I'm going through some shit. i mean, It's kind of reasonable for us to skip another week. Yeah. And, but just lately, bro, like I just been filled with so much anger, dog. Like towards myself mainly. Uh, been making a couple mistakes that I am definitely not proud of. And that just fill me with so much anger because I know I shouldn't have made these mistakes. And, but I mean, I just can't help because I I hold myself up to a higher standard. Yeah, and I just cannot help but be beyond angry with myself. And being so angry with myself, it kind of, I kind of hold a lot of that in, and very slowly that anger starts to be distributed in other areas in my life. Um, I go to work I'm in a bad mood, and I'm no longer the the guy that's in a good mood, the guy that's always playing music, the guy that's always joking around, keeping everybody like hyped up like i'm no longer I'm no longer that guy, so that's where my anger starts to like uh uh what do you how do you even say that uh, that's where my anger starts to come out in my work aspect is like i I don't provide that thing that I usually do for my coworkers Mm -hmm. and for myself anymore. And so me not doing that kind of puts my coworkers in a bad mood and kind of just like, okay, well like I guess that's how it's going to be today. And it's like, I don't mean to do it. It's just, I have such a hard time not wearing my heart on my sleeve. Sometimes sometimes I can get away with it. Sometimes I'm pretty good about it, but when I'm really going through some shit, it's really hard to not wear my heart on my sleeve and sometimes i just can't help it yeah and despite how hard i want to i just can't but i feel bad a lot because it starts to come out at work starts to come out at home starts to come out uh with friends with family um we make plans and i kind of just hold myself back from those plans it's kind of just like nah i don't want to i don't want to go i know i made plans but I'm upset, I'm angry at myself, I'm angry at the world. And, But I also think it's, it's kind of the right move for me not to go because if I would go, it'd be kind of selfish because I'm also, there's a possibility that my anger would come out in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody might say something, I'll just lash out or whatever. Um, but it's very irritating, bro. I just had, just kind of been going through some shit and... I kind of had to take a step back and realize how much anger I actually had built up inside of me. And now I'm trying a little, I'm trying a little harder to think before I react to something. Cause a lot of times I react to things emotionally Mm -hmm. without even realizing it. And I'll say something smart. I'll say something sarcastic. I'll say something that I shouldn't say. Yeah. And then, or sometimes I'll say it with a, like with a very negative tone of voice tone. Yeah. Like, and you can feel the energy. Yeah, And so as of lately, I've been trying a little harder to kind of like think before I say something, think before I react. And it's kind of been helping a little bit because uh, I have really bad road rage mm-hmm. because people are stupid people People suck at driving idiots bro and it pisses me off because not only do they suck at driving but they're putting not only their life but other people's lives at risk yeah and it pisses me off because when i think about it i'm like yo my mom drives on these same roads my dad drives on these same roads my my lady drives on these same roads my sister my cousins my friends people that I love and care about drive on these same roads and you're driving like a jackass putting their lives at risk and that pisses me off and so there's a lot of times where I'll pull up to cars and I'll just flip them the fuck off pull down my window and I'm just like you fucking idiot like you almost fucking made me hit that other car like he somebody would almost cause an accident between me and another car and that car would have not been touched Yeah, it would have been between me and another car and the person who caused that wouldn't have even been there because they would have gotten away. Mm-hmm. And so it just pisses me off a lot. But as of lately, I've kind of been trying to cut back on that because it's not good for my health, not good for me because then I carry that anger with me the rest of the day and I let it ruin my day. Right, And so it also
1: affect your relationships as well. Not just yeah. with yourself, but with other people.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So one day we're driving, me and my lady were in the car, we were driving and This car pulls out and cuts me off. (laughs) Uh, And normally I would switch lanes, try to catch up to them, flip them off, let them know that like, yo, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. If you would have just waited two seconds, you could have pulled out safely. Or if you would have given me enough time to switch lanes, I could have switched lanes. But this car just came out, took a wide turn, and just cut me off. And But I didn't do anything. I didn't react. I kind of just took a deep breath, slowed down a little bit on my brakes, and continued driving, And but what helped me a little bit was that I had no energy that day Mm -hmm. because I had been going through some shit, had a long day, kind of just didn't have it in me to get upset about it, so that helped a little bit. Keep driving, keep driving. A little bit later, my lady tells me, "Like, I'm proud of you the way that you handled that situation. Like, You didn't get upset that that person cut you off. And I kind of just thought to myself, "Like, well, I mean, it's not that I didn't get upset. It did upset me a little bit, but I didn't have the energy in me to react to it. I didn't think it was worth the little bit of energy that I had left for the rest of the day. So that's that. I mean, I've been... Yeah, so that's why we didn't release the last couple of weeks, few weeks, four weeks, whatever. Uh, just kind of been going through some shit, trying to figure some things out, trying to get myself straight, trying to get my health, my mental health straight. Um, Not only for myself, but for those around me, because, I mean, like you said, like, it doesn't just affect me, it affects the people that I'm around, it affects yeah. the people that I love, the people that I care about, people that I work with. Like, it, it affects all those people, because they start to feel that energy, and, I mean... You don't want to be around somebody that carries that kind of energy. Like Fuck you, no. So I don't want to be it's, that person. It's like, it's really draining to be around that kind of person. Yeah, very. And I don't want to be that person. I mean, I might have been for a few days for a lot of my coworkers, but I don't want to be that person all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that. <laughs> oh,
1: no, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been struggling with anger too lately, but... um. I'd rather not talk about it.
0: Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, it's whatever. I like to talk about it a little later. I mean, I've said it before on the, on the podcast. I like to talk about things after I go through them because <laughs> yeah. uh, it just makes it a little easier. I don't like to talk about it when I'm going through them because like I said, I react a lot emotionally. And when I'm going through something, I might be super biased about something that I'm talking about mm-hmm. because I'm coming from an emotional perspective. But when I'm already through it, and it's kind of done. It's Well, it's not really done. I'm still going through it. But I can think clearly enough to where I can understand, like, yo, I was fucking up. Mm-hmm. I was the problem. I'm the reason this is happening. And instead of, like, no, fuck the world, dude. Like, yeah. no, fuck that person. Like, that person's the reason why I'm so pissed. That person, like, now I'm you thinking. you can't be the victim and blame yeah.
1: everybody for how you feel or
0: how you react. Exactly. And so now I can think from a clear standpoint because. I understand that a lot of those situations were my fault. Mm -hmm. I put myself in a lot of those situations. And so, but yeah, it's easier for me to talk about it after it's kind of like over and done. Give myself some time to be able to think about something and realize what is actually happening. I think what makes
1: me mad though is like, sure there's things that you can control, but like there's also things that you can't control. Yeah, And so with those things, like if those things piss you off, it just—it's so hard to just let it go. As it easy is. it is to know that fact. Oh, just let it go. Like it's not that hard, yeah. because there's certain things that are just deeper than um, that person cut me in line or that person, you know, cut me off. I mean, that could be—you know—someone cutting you off could be uh, damn near life threatening. Because I mean, recently I was driving, um, and I seen this guy driving hella fast, like switching lanes without, you know, putting a turn signal on, driving hella fast. You know, where there's hella like lights nearby. And it's like, what the fuck why why are you driving like that? So he like cuts me off, almost hits me, and I I'm pissed. Like I'm pissed off at that point. Yeah. And so I, I drive right next to the guy. And like I almost like you like you would do, almost flip this guy off and <laughs> told him how I felt. And I was just like, Nah, I'm gonna let it go. Because if I if I get loud, he's gonna get loud. We're gonna get pissed. I'm not trying to fight someone at like 9, 10 PM. Yeah. You know? And so I just decided to let it go and that's just one instance of like me being in control but like there's other times where you can't control another person's actions or another person's thoughts or like what another person says and sometimes you want to react with that same energy but then like you got to take a step back and go stop taking shit personally yeah you know what i mean like you know who you are you don't need to prove anything to anybody if you're confident in who you are chill you know you don't have to tap into that part of you that's crazy yeah, or I would—I don't even want to say crazy, but that part of you that uh, wants to go apeshit yeah. and and make a decision that you're going to
0: regret—it's kind of—it's actually really cool the way that you worded that because, as you were talking about that, I kind of thought to myself like, you pretty much took a you pretty much took a situation that's out of your control, and you actually put it in your control, because as you mentioned, you can't control other people's actions. Yeah. The way that that dude driving, you can't control the way that he's drive. He's going to drive the way he drives because he's a jackass. You cannot control that. But what you can control is the way you react to it. And I just thought the way that you said that was dope as shit because it's like him being out of control, that whole situation, that's out of your control. Yeah. But you took that situation and actually put it in your control. Mm. But that was that was bars. I mean, even
1: <laughs> thank you, even like... A- you know, let's say I'm in a conversation with someone and, and they're being confrontational. Like, in, in, and in my perspective, they're not being rational. You know, I can I can meet them with that same energy and I could, you know, confront them in the same way and be angry with them and have, like, this very, like, aggressive conversation like that. I have no problem with that. But I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's better in some cases to de-escalate the situation and to just, like, be calm. Like it's hard to be calm when someone's angry in your face because you want to yeah. you want to meet them with as a as a man, you want to meet them with that same energy. Like obviously this depends on the scenario. I think just right? as a person, bro. <laughs> yeah, as a person. Yeah. Because yeah. no one wants to be disrespected. Yeah, absolutely. No one not. wants uh, someone to talk to you in like a negative way or in, in a way where, you know, they seem like entitled. Yeah. Like you owe them something. Right? So I think uh, it's just, it's so natural for a lot of people. um, And and for some, for some people, this works to like meet them with that same energy and like, you know, be aggressive or sassy or whatever the case may be, you know? Um, But for me, it's like, I know that once I feed into that energy, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. And then it's just going to be bad. So I try in some, in most cases to deescalate the situation with words because ultimately I'd rather do that than end up in jail or like, you know, yeah. uh, get hurt or hurt somebody for something stupid. Right. So it's it's hard though. It's hard to wanna be the bigger person or it to wanna, is. you know, um, I guess do like the right thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd rather do that than the opposite.
0: Yeah, it it, it is hard, bro. It takes it takes a lot more. To realize that it's not worth it than to just say, fuck you. I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. It takes way more strength to kind of just like, you know what? Nah, it ain't worth it. You got kids, you got a family, something could go wrong. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm going to beat your ass. It could just be you slip and hit Mm -hmm. your head on a curb. Right. Or you trip and hit your head on the floor. Like Mm -hmm. that, just that little mistake takes a father or a mother away from their kids. Yeah. All because you wanted to prove to somebody else that, yo, I could beat your ass for acting up the way you're acting up. But yeah, I mean, it takes a lot to kind of just walk away from that. I mean, but I mean, it were, it, you gotta, yeah, you gotta have a lot of strength on the inside to be able to, yeah, a lot of self-control.
1: Um, but yeah, man. And then back to like the, you know, you gotta let go of things you can't control. like, I was just, uh, you know, having a good time with the homies, having a few drinks, partying, whatever. And I was, like, walking in my car. This was in Sacramento. And I'm walking with these strangers, and I don't even know. I'm, like, kind of buzzed, so, like, I don't even know what's going on. And um, I just, uh, this this kid hits, like, this, like, telephone pole or whatever, and this guy's standing. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, where are we going? And, like, whatever. They start talking shit, whatever. So, me and these two strangers, like, start walking away. And then the dude who was uh, talking shit in the beginning... Like the man who was like, why, What are you doing? Like, why are you hitting that? Like, he kept talking shit. And like, they were just talking shit back and forth. It's, the stranger that I was with was like, Oh, fuck you up. Like, da-da-da-da. Like, they're just saying the most crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, Bro, show, he's a bitch. Go home. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And then, like, we start walking. And like, I'm like, Okay, they're just going to go to the car. Everything's fine. Whatever. And they're still talking shit. Like, they're probably like 15, 20 feet away from each other. And then, like, the other dude starts walking up. Like, he's like, um at the crosswalk still talking she's like he's like i'm right here fucking meet me halfway and then the guy that i'm with is like no you fucking meet me halfway and and eventually they meet each other in the street like it happened like instantaneously i'm trying to talk this guy out of doing something stupid and then he goes and like he starts fighting this guy in the street these two strangers start fighting and then like all of a sudden uh the dude who was talking shit initially got jumped and then the cops pull up and i'm like Dude, I was just trying to prevent this from happening. Like, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you can only do so much. You can't save everybody. Yeah. People are gonna do what they want to do. Yeah, I but I, but that's that's a scary situation because in an instance where two dudes are fighting the street, you don't know if someone has a gun, yeah. if someone has a
0: knife. Nowadays, you, know? you don't know who the fuck has what.
1: And so that that's what I think about the most. Like, I'm not I'm not afraid of seeing a fight because, like, you know, it's a fight. People are gonna hit each other. Whatever. You know, it, it can get bad, but. It's just the fact that most people are not willing to just fight. They want to grab a weapon. They want to use a gun. They want to, like, kill you as opposed to just beating your ass. Yeah. If it was as simple as a fist fight, fuck it, fight. I don't give a fuck. But it's just, it's not always that simple.
0: And one of the homies actually kind of pointed that out to me because, like I said, I react very emotionally. Yeah. So when I get pissed, I get pissed. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, if you piss me off, I'm going to fuck you up. I don't get pissed often. Well, I mean, I get pissed a lot, but... I don't get pissed often in front of people and let that take over. And so it's like if I get pissed to the point where I do get pissed off in front of you and you get to see that side of me, it's like, which I hope a lot of people don't get to see that side mm-hmm. of me. But when people do see that side of me, it's like, yo, you fucked up because now I'm fucking pissed. And I I came into a situation where I forgot what happened, but there was a situation and one of my friends, he kind of told me, he was like, "Dude, you got to be careful, because like, you never know that person could have a gun." And I, it hit me, and I was just like, "Holy!" Like, I never really thought of that. I yeah. just wanted to beat the fuck out of this dude because he <laughs> pissed me off. Like, I'm Superman, I'm invisible. And, and bitch. I was just like, "Damn!" Like, that's the that's the type of shit that that happens. Like, when you yep. think emotionally, when you when you don't think rationally, like you think, like you think it's as simple as I'm just gonna beat the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, some people are not willing to just go. Toe to toe, like they, right? Like you said, people don't give a shit no more. Like, which is crazy because it's, I don't know. I was gonna say it's hard to kind of get away with that shit, but people are getting away with shit regardless, and it's just crazy. That's true.
1: Um, I just remember like when I was younger, instances of uh, me confronting people who probably could have, like, I'm talking like at bars and stuff, like, cause all right, for example, one night, um, I was at this bar and I was chilling with my homies. Just having drinks. We were minding our own business, mind you. And uh, this other dude, like, fuck, he was kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. Like, fully tatted up, you know, look like he could fuck somebody up. But I forgot what the context was, but we were just chilling. And, like, he, he called us uh, an F word. I'm not going to say it. But it's what you call i know what you're okay cool about. i was like i don't want to describe <laughs> I know, this but yeah I know what so he calls about. the f-word and i'm just like don't fucking talk to us like that like i, I just because it was disrespectful yeah and i'm like don't fucking talk to first us. first of like
0: all that. you shouldn't use that word second of all it's disrespectful to say it towards somebody
1: yeah and then, uh i forgot i think um i was also drunk at the time but he was like uh <laughs> he's like what are you gonna do about it or something and i was like and i said like shut the fuck up before i don't know i, I forgot what i said but like i said something to retort to him and he kind of just shut up and like shook his head right but he he initiated the shit talking and i was just talking shit back essentially yeah i don't remember the context to what we said and it kind of ended at that and afterwards he actually apologized to me and he's like i'm sorry for talking shit to you it's just that you remind me of my brother and you know i don't like my brother and i'm like look i get it you know but at the same time that doesn't um justify the fact that you just talk shit to a stranger and like try to start shit with this. Yeah. And he was he was kind of mad because like I think he knew that I was making sense. And so we i I'm like I'm like, we're cool. Like I don't I'm like, I have no problem with you. I just don't like to be disrespected. Yeah. And we kinda left it at that. But on it like I could have gotten jumped at night for just sticking up for myself, you know. But at the, at the same time, I don't know. I just I I don't tolerate disrespect like that. Yeah. Like if you're gonna call my friend a racial slur not a racial slur, oh, yeah, any any kind of slur. Um Or if you're just gonna like disrespect any of the homies, it's like that's not cool. And that's not gonna be tolerated.
0: When it's towards me, I don't give a shit. Like when somebody tries to disrespect me, I'm just like, bruh, like they'll be like, You're a bitch. And I'm like, damn right, I'm the best motherfucking bitch you ever met, bitch. And but like when it's towards my friends, like when I go out to the clubs, right, and you got these pervy ass dudes disrespecting like some of the females that I go with, Mm -hmm. like my friends or my lady or her friends or something like that, when you got these dudes disrespecting them, it's like I don't give a fuck. Like, dog. I see you and your eight homies. I will go down swinging at every single one of you guys. Yeah. Cause that, that shit pisses me off, bro. It's like, you kind of, I mean, we could never understand as as guys, but you kind of sort of understand a percentage, like a very small percentage of what women go through when, not even just when they go to the club, but on a daily basis mm-hmm. of being harassed or like, and it's irritating because. I go with my girlfriend, I go with my sister, I go with my cousins, I go with my friends and they're women and you're out there and they're disrespecting them I and mean, it's like you can't even go out to the club and just have a fun time because you got all these dudes just trying to harass you, mm-hmm. just trying to just get to you, just trying to, I mean, you know what their intentions are Yeah. and it irritates me because it's like you you shouldn't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they They do. But it pisses me off. And so there's a lot of instances where where I'll be out there. We're all dancing, having fun. And I let it happen once because I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they do want to dance with this mm-hmm. dude. But when they say no the first time, no means no. That's right. You shouldn't have to explain that to anybody. And so they do it the first time. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let it slide because maybe – the person, this girl, this female, or this woman that I'm with, wants to dance with this guy. Yeah,
1: because sometimes you don't know.
0: Yeah, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes they want to be wild. Sometimes they they're out there socializing, and you know, you don't know. So, I, I let it slide once. Once they say no, and the guy comes back, I'm like, okay, now it's a problem. She said no, <laughs> and and then I so I'll step in and I like put my hand on their chest, push them push them back, and I'm like, hey, dog, she don't want to dance with you. What do you mean she don't want to dance with you? How why do I need why should I have to explain why she doesn't want to dance with you? There's there's absolutely no reason why that she should have to not want to dance with you. The simplest reason is she does not want to dance with yeah. you. That's it. That should be more than enough for you to turn around and get the fuck out of here. And so a lot of them because I'm not the biggest dude in the world. There's a lot of people out there way bigger than me. And a lot of them, they kind of, like, try to intimidate me, and they're just, like, they kind of puff out their chest, like, well, what the fuck are you going to do? I'm like, dog, we can, go out, we can go handle this outside, or I can get us kicked the fuck out right here, right now. And a lot of them, they kind of just, like, I don't think they expect it, mm-hmm. and they kind of just, like, all right, bro, like, it's whatever. Like, uh, all right, all right, cool. And it's like, dog, I'll get us kicked out. I will get us banned from here for life. I don't give a shit, bro. You're not about to disrespect any of the women that I go with or any of the like, even the homies, bro, like even Mm -hmm. any of the dudes that I go with, like you're not about to disrespect them. Yeah. I was like, you want to disrespect me? Go ahead. All you want. I don't give a shit because I don't take none of that personal. Second, you start disrespecting the homies, second, 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 you start disrespecting anybody that I'm there with, now it's a problem. Yeah. And, but that was one time I went with my lady and her friend and, uh, we went to Faces and we were out there chilling, having a good time and this dude comes out and asks my lady's friend to dance, and she's like, "Oh no, thank you, no thank you." So he turns around and goes back to his group of friends. Next thing you know, another dude from that same group of friends comes over and tries to dance with her, and she's like, "No, no, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to dance with you." He goes back to his friends. Another guy comes over, and this third time, it starts to piss me off because I'm like, "Okay, now you guys are just all taking turns and seeing which one of you guys can score." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so this time I step in and I'm like, Hey dog, she don't want to dance with you. And she don't want to dance with none of your fucking homies over there. Go back over there and tell him she don't want to dance with any of y'all and just leave it the fuck alone. And they, he was just like, what the fuck you say? And I was like, you fucking heard me, dog. Like I shouldn't have to explain that she doesn't want to fucking dance with you. No means no, bro. That's it. That's that simple. Why the, why do you need an explanation for that? Yeah. And so he kind of just like, all right, all right. and Started walking back to his homies and I mean you could tell they were plotting something. So he's he went back there, he was talking to his homies and he was looking at me as they were all talking about it. And they were all started staring at me and I'm and I'm kinda just thinking to myself, like, fuck, I'm about to get jumped by like seven fucking dudes right now. Were you the only guy there? Yeah. Fuck. And so I told Jans, I was kinda just like, yo, I might get into some shit afterwards. I was like, if I do, I need you to not fucking stay. I need you and your gr and your friend. To go to the fucking car and just fucking drive down the street and wait for me. Come wait, like wait for me to get my shit rocked. <laughs> I was like, but just wait for me. Drive around the block. Come back after everything's done. I'll go with you guys or whatever. But because motherfuckers will swing on a on a on a woman nowadays, bro. Like. So, like, you guys need to get out of there. And I know Jan's, she's one of the realest ones. She would try to hold me down. (laughs) She would start swinging, and I'm like, I cannot have that happen because I will fucking do something that I will regret. I probably won't even regret it, but I will do something that will be very bad if anybody puts their hands on you.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. In the heat of the moment, like, if if I'm in a fight (laughs) and, and someone is like... Trying to hit me from behind. I'm just gonna hit like I'm not gonna look is this a guy I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing. swing. Yeah. Right? But especially here's the thing. if it's so, you can jump. Yeah. Yeah. Cause at that point you're like, I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. I'm just trying to make you know what I mean? Like you're not trying to analyze who you should and shouldn't hit. But so back to the story of me seeing um this person getting jumped, you know, you you're probably thinking, well, why don't you go help the guy? Well, let me tell you why. Because there were strangers who were closer to that fight and they tried to break up the fight and guess what happened? They got hit. If you're going to hit me, I'm going to hit you. And the police came afterwards, mind you. So, I, you know, I would have ended up in some shit because I was trying to break up a fight. Yeah. Trying to be a good guy. Trying to be the hero. And I just, I could have ended up in some shit that night for trying to be a good person.
0: So, I actually learned a life lesson from uh, my cousin and his dad. Um, he knows who, who who he is. I don't want to say his name just in case he right. might not want this information to be out there. But, But if he's listening to the podcast, he knows who he is because... Mm-hmm. I just recently had this conversation with him again and I told him like yo this is the way I think because of the situation that you and your pops put in one time so uh, my cousin he goes to Mexico with his family and my uncle's there or they're walking down the street and, there's, and they see this they walk by and they see this dude getting jumped by like three guys Yeah, and my cousin he gets pissed and he's like what the fuck let's go help him let's go help him and my uncle kinda grabs him, he's like, Hey, that's none of your business. Leave it. And he goes, No, nah, that's fucked up. Like they're jumping him. Like, that's fucked up. And my uncle kinda told him, like, No, dude, you don't know why they're jumping him. Exactly. You have no idea why they're doing that to him. He could have raped one of their little sisters or somebody that they're close to, or whatever. He could have molested somebody. He could've, could've he could have killed, killed somebody. somebody. He could have did something that deserved that. Mm -hmm. there is also the off chance that he doesn't deserve that. Like he's just getting mugged or something, but you don't know.
1: And you don't want to find out when shit's going down.
0: Yeah. Cause what if you go help this dude and now you're looked at like, Oh, now you're protecting a rapist. Like now you're protecting a molester and now you got a target on your back because you were just trying to help. Yeah. And I told my cousin recently, I was like, bro, I carry that story with me everywhere because It's real as shit. Like, there's a lot of times where I would like to be the hero. Like, you see somebody into some shit and you're like, nah, that's fucked up. Like, I'm going to go step in. But there's a lot of times where it's like, you don't really know why that that situation is happening. And you kind of got to step back and be like, you know what? It's actually not my business. And I don't know why this is happening. And I'm just going to leave it, I mean as fucked up as it sounds, you kind of just have to leave it as it is.
1: No, I know. I know that's, you have to fight your fights. You can't fight other people's fights unless those yeah. fights happen to be, you know, your friends or family yeah. members and you know, the facts like that's different. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. So but like, you know, in certain cases, some people are asking to get in a fight, you know, some you're, people cause, are yeah. cause you're, you're like you could easily like walk away and be like, you know what? This is overrated. And you know, someone might run up to you still and hit you, but like, walking away from an altercation significantly for the most part decreases like your chances of getting jumped i feel yeah. like unless like you really fucking did something shitty Yeah, That's unless, different. You, unless
0: you really deserve to That's, get jumped yeah. then and it's like uh, you can't you walk can away, walk from away from but you can run get, away you're getting jumped but you're getting jumped <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so, up, but so, it's true so i carry that life lesson with me everywhere and because i like to go out clubbing a lot yeah. i like to and i like Real to go quick. out to concerts go ahead
1: for the record no, me and Alex do not believe in violence. Unless it's in the form of self-defense. Yeah. That's different. But we don't, yeah. we're not violent people. We don't go around fighting people for fucking yeah. whatever. I don't fight, period. But, but I I can defend myself if I have to. But I honestly try to avoid it because it's just, for me, it's not worth it. It's not worth the risk of, you know, potentially suffering brain damage, um, getting stabbed, potentially getting shot, like, yeah, it's just not worth it to me. So I I do my very best to avoid that from occurring. I even with my homies, I I don't want my homies to fight each other. Like if they're drunk, talking shit, they miscommunicate. I don't want them to do something that they'll regret. So I'll, I'll, I'll even step in and like do everything I can to make sure my homies don't fuck each other up because they're fucking drunk and mad.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I've actually never gotten into a fight. That's good. Aside from uh. Um, a boxing ring. Yeah. But I mean, that's protected and shit like that. Mm -hmm. That's like, it's a controlled environment. Uh, I've gotten lucky because there's been a lot of times where I've been close and something just happens to where either the other person's kind of just like realizes that they made a mistake and it's like, fuck my bad, bro. Like, let's just squash it. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm, I'm good. Or, It'll be a situation where they're friends, they're with people that think reasonably and they're kind of just like, yo, let's just let's go like it ain't worth it. Yeah, because like I said, when you start disrespecting people that I'm with, it's like, yo, I will get us kicked out of wherever the fuck we're at. Disrespect who I'm with and you're fucked. And but there's a lot of times where it's, it's gotten to that point. And this other person will be with their girlfriend. Their girlfriend, come on, let's just go. Like, just leave it alone. And I'm like, yo, you better listen to your girl because I will get us all kicked out. Like, it, you're pissing me off. And I try not to be the first to do anything because it's like, I mean, like you said, I don't encourage it. I wouldn't if there's a, if there's a way to avoid it, I will. But if you're if it's, something is gonna happen, you're gonna be the first one to swing. Mm-hmm you're going to miss. I mean, I boxed for three to four years, five years, and I know how to fight. I know how to defend myself, but luckily it hasn't come down to that outside of the ring.
1: I mean, same here. Like there's been, um, instances where I was ready for a fight. Not that I was looking for one, to be honest, but times, you know, just, uh, where you, you have to defend either a person that you're with or yourself and um, I'm really glad that it never went to that point, honestly. Because sometimes you just think it's about to happen. Like, you, need, you just never know what's going to happen in the heat of the moment. When people have their fight or flight response going off, you don't know if they're just going to lose control and just snap and swing at you or if they're just going to, like, for a second, think rationally, even in a moment of just pure, irrational thoughts.
0: Yeah. yeah but that's crazy, B. Yeah. But yeah, so... I mean, back to the topic, that's why we didn't release <laughs> that episode a couple of weeks ago. Because, I mean, I've just been going through some shit just kind of trying to get my head straight. Uh, you've been busy, so it is what it is. But, uh, do you got anything you want to add to it?
1: Not really. I mean, it's good to have like an outlet, ways to, you know, express yourself in a way that isn't self-destructive or... Um, damaging to your relationships. For me, that's a few things. I mean, that's the gym. Um, That helps me a lot with my mental, but at the same time, you can't go to the gym seven days a week Yeah. because of just responsibilities, because of...
0: You got to give your body a chance to rest. Yeah, yeah. you got
1: to rest. You got to recover. So you can't always rely on that. So obviously, work needs to be done deeper than just working out, doing stuff that's good for your body. You have to also have... A healthy mindset You also have to Just sit with yourself And experience those feelings By yourself And sometimes that means Canceling plans Yeah And um Just chilling While you're lonely <laughs> Cause you don't wanna You don't wanna bring that bad energy To a group of friends And then bring them down And then, then be like Yo what the fuck is going on with you And then you have to Either get mad or explain And you don't wanna explain Because you're going through it Yeah
0: It's actually so, For me Now that you mentioned that for me, it's kind of, I do better when I'm by myself, like as far as, uh, getting over something or kind of like figuring something out because I mean, yeah, I love the support. I love the friends that I got. And I do want to give a big shout out to all my friends that reached out to me when I was just recently going through this shit, my coworkers, um, and other friends that reached out and cause they noticed my change my change in energy my tone and talking and shit like that so they notice so they ask what's going on i kind of kept it very vague because like i said i don't like to talk about things when i'm going through them um so i kind of kept it out like there's a lot of self-hate going on right now (laughs) Mm uh but but i do a lot better when i'm by myself like when i'm angry i kind of just need to be by myself i need to give myself a chance to just think things over and if so realize that i'm the problem and i need to fix this shit
1: i think it's also good to acknowledge what you're feeling because some yeah. people might be in denial of like i'm not angry i'm not mad yeah. i'm fine it's like no come on be yeah. honest with yourself and then uh, to also don't be like i'm angry i shouldn't be angry because like it's like anger is an actual reaction yeah it's not that anger is the problem it's it's how you respond to that anger yeah are you gonna accept it or are you gonna being denial of it it's like that's that's the whole thing cuz like you can't not feel a certain emotion you're human you're going to feel every emotion there is at some point in your life it's yeah. how you react to that how you react to the situation to the circumstances that is everything perception Regar- regardless is everything.
0: if you try to have that positive vibes all around man like get all that negative shit out of here bro like you can do it good vibes all day every day like it, it's it's far-fetched yeah it's impossible
1: and i th- i think um at least here for me i like you do not tell people what i'm going through and i'm going through it but if someone tells me that they're sad or like let's like because you know recently my friend was like i'm sad and i'm like i'm sad too you know and it was just that moment of you and another person are going through this similar do through, through similar just um emotions together yeah and it's like i don't want my friends to be sad of course but it's kind of nice when you kind of have that like emotional support or emotional connection. It's like I'm, I feel what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through because everybody's experience is unique to themselves, obviously. Yeah. But I'm here for you if you need me, and and, and in that moment, I'm like, it, it feels well. It feels nice to be vulnerable. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's not always easy, and I don't always do it because you know, yeah. just it's it's easier to put up a front. Yeah. To act Way like easier. everything's okay. And for the most part, everything is okay for me, typically. But, you know, recently uh, there's been moments where I've been like, I'm actually not okay. Yeah. And that's okay because I will be okay, but I'm just not okay in the moment. Yeah. But one of the last things that I'll say actually is, um, as I've also been struggling with uh, anger and, and just like my response to certain emotions, I'm doing better now. Something that hit me really hard recently is that my boy, I won't say who, but recently told me that his uh his mom had had a heart attack right and she's okay she's fine
0: thank goodness
1: um but it really got me thinking man like uh cuz it got me thinking about the things i was i was mad about which is a lot of things that i can't control and i'm like you know in these moments of me being very angry and mad at the world i i just forget all the things that I'm grateful for or all the things I should be grateful for, all the blessings I have. I forget that I'm I'm so blessed to be surrounded by good people. I forget that my mom's healthy. I'm healthy. My sister's healthy. My nieces are healthy. Like a lot of my family is healthy. You know, like there's cancer in my family. There's a lot of like, there's some drug addicts in my family, some like bad people in my family but for the most part. Like I'm good. I'm straight. Like anything can happen any day. So when I'm having a bad day, when I'm going through some shit Well recently I it was kind of hard to think a good thought To think a happy thought Because I was in such a dark place um, And then just like hearing that from my boy Kind of really like I guess put me in my place Or humbled me Because I realized that like I can't let A certain emotion A certain negative emotion eat me alive and consume me And take over my life Because if I do that I will I will miss out on the things that matter the most Which is like love Which is good health Which is enjoying life, you know. It's like I was uh, watching this uh, interview of these two dads talking, um, and one of the dads is like really like successful financially, but the downside to that is that he watches most of his uh, kids growing up through a phone. Yeah. You know, like his kid is like six years old, and he doesn't go to the swim meets. He doesn't go to like a lot of events because he's busy. He's busy working grinding and so as a result like he missed like let's say like you miss your the entire um year of your kid being six like you're gonna be there for some parts obviously but you're gonna miss like the soccer games you're gonna miss the um get togethers or whatever like you only get to see that child be be six years old once yeah we're only in our 20s once like you you can't relive that you know what i mean like you're only in your 30s once but and 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 that, that gets me thinking too, because like some people don't have their moms, their dads, yeah. their families. And so just little stuff like that. Like, even if you don't have, like, let's say you don't have family. Like, I I don't know what that's like, but let's say you have like friends around you who treat you like family. You have that. Yeah. Like, sure. Like it sucks because you you don't have what other people have, but like, look at what you do have. That's like my thing. It's like, I'm looking at what I do have. Like I might, I may not have things that like, Other people have, you know, I won't go into detail, but, uh, but, but I am appreciative of what I do have. Like I have so much to be thankful for. And that's not to say that I can't feel a negative emotion or that I can't have a bad day. No, of course not. But it's just that sometimes I lack the perspective that it can be really shit some days, but it's going to be okay. And sometimes it's hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel because you're just feeding yourself that dark energy and it's it's not funny but
0: it's it's, a, it's tough it's a good that's a good perspective to have but to a certain extent because you don't want to do it so much to where you invalidate your emotions yeah because i mean yeah you could be like you could be going through a heartbreak and you think to yourself why am i sad over this girl or this guy When, when I should be glad that I'm alive. When I should be glad that I have my parents. Like, yeah, be be appreciative that you're alive. Be appreciative that you have your parents. But that doesn't mean you can't be sad that you're heartbroken. That doesn't mean that like it's okay to feel all that stuff. But it's also very needed for you to appreciate all those things as well. Yeah, and you don't want to push all those negative things that you're going through away to the side completely because it will come back oh I, tr- I tried to do that before and what it's called is it's called uh toxic positivity I guess I think that's what it's called it's where you try to invalidate somebody's emotions so like let's say let's say you come to me and you're like yo alex I'm um, I'm hella sad bro like this happened to me. That happened to me. Like, this is fucked up, bro. Like, I don't know what to do. And I would come at you like, bro, be happy that you're alive. Be happy that you're you're at where you're at. Be happy that you have a house over your head. Like, it's toxic positivity. Like, I'm trying to force positivity on you when in reality, it's okay for you to be sad. Like, it's okay for you to be going through what you're going through. Like, those things... Like you said, we're all human, bro. We, There is no way we can avoid being angry. There's no way we can avoid being sad. There's no way we can avoid being jealous. Or, Like we're human, bro. Like it's going to happen. Like you're going to see somebody else has something that you don't have and you're going to think to yourself like, damn, well, I feel shitty because I don't have that. And it's okay to feel that way. But I mean, like you said, it's also a good thing to, It's 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 all balance. You got you kind of oh, yeah. you got to balance it out. No, I mean I, and
1: that was at the so I was feeling like that for like a month. Yeah. And then I was already cal- I was already calming down. Like I was already doing my own work, you know, chilling, but then like it just it just hit me when he told me that that I wasn't that I was kind of just finding every thing to be unhappy about that I was forgetting the yeah. balance. That's what I was trying to say.
0: It, 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 yeah, it's it's a good thing to to do, to do that because you could look at you could find anything positive in anything you just have to look for it and the same thing with negative you could find anything negative in anything you just have to look for it yeah it's just a matter of being balanced and that's what it is and um but touching on that subject and then i also wanted to touch on uh you were talking about something about um i think like people i don't know what you're talking about but it reminded me of my nieces and nephews <laughs> because they grow up so fast
1: oh you're talking about the example of um you know a kid is only six years old
0: that's what you were talking about yeah, yeah. so that just recently reminded me of my nephew, my nieces and nephews because um just recently so <sighs> i like have a love-hate relationship with the holidays uh i think i might have mentioned to you before mm-hmm. why but and I might've mentioned it on the podcast, but I, I kind of dread the holidays a little bit. So I love the holiday season. I love everything about the holidays, everybody being festive. I love all the decorations. I love all the events that people got going on.
1: Real quick. When did Halloween stop feeling like Halloween to you? Or does it still feel like Halloween to you?
0: It still feels like Halloween to me to a certain extent. Um, or,
1: or when did you start losing, I guess, that spark? surrounding how ha- like you know when you were a kid and you're like oh it's halloween i get to dress up and i get to get candy like obviously you get a certain age and you can't do that but you so get excited about halloween
0: so i never actually lost that spark mm. i just hit it because i mean i guess you could just say that i was ashamed mm. i mean i think that's a little too harsh oh, of a hid. word to use i don't know yeah, why i thought I heard hit Uh, maybe the way I said it (laughs) but I think I think the word ashamed is a little too I think you could say more embarrassed Mm -hmm. like it's like when you you grow up you're you're a kid and you want to dress up every day every year for Halloween like what do you want to be for Halloween I want to be Batman I want to be a ninja I want to be a Power Ranger like you want to do all this stuff and then there comes a point to where like you get older and you're in middle school you're in high school and like it almost seems like you're like if you say that to your friends they're going to be like what the hell bro like grow up like (laughs) trick-or-treating for kids like it's like no like it shouldn't be like that like halloween should be a thing for everybody like adults and then you get past that point and adults start dressing back up wait for halloween and having their parties and stuff like that
1: yeah so you actually (laughs) you remind me of a story so real quick i don't mean to intervene no you're good so when i was a kid i i don't remember how i was really young I was really fucking young. I think I might have even I might have even I might have even, a bit, I might have even been trick or treating with my parents. But I was going door to door, getting candy, having the best time of my life. And I remember going to this one house, <laughs> and I rang the doorbell. I was getting ready to say trick or treat, and this guy answers the door. Guess what this grown man was dressed as? Um, I don't know. A penis. I swear. I swear to God. As a kid, I was just like. That's a funny costume like, I, I didn't know exactly What it was And I was just like No I think I did actually I think I was like Old enough to understand Yeah I was like Old enough to understand But like I was with my I think I was with my mom And my brother But I was really young So I wasn't gonna say anything I was just yeah. like Haha, Gotta go <laughs> That shit was so funny Got though a blast Yeah like, But why are you dressed As a penis on Halloween Answering your door When yeah. you know kids Are gonna be ringing Your doorbell
0: Yeah that's low key Kinda sus That's
1: kinda sus Yeah I want to go back in time and punch I think, that guy.
0: I think that would be an okay thing to do if you went to like an adult Halloween party. Yeah. But, but you know what? He was probably expecting the
1: guests to arrive and not like this little kid asking for candy.
0: Probably. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but I mean, you can't be doing that when <laughs> kids are coming up to the door. My bad. You you got no, me right. thinking um, about that. So, uh, but anyways, like I think it's just that sense of Halloween and dressing up is a thing for kids. Mhm. And then once you grow up and you realize, like, no, you, you should be able to enjoy whatever you want to enjoy, what, however old you are. Like, you, if you want to enjoy Halloween, dress up. Mm-hmm. But there comes a time where when you're growing up and you're a teenager and you start thinking to yourself, like, oh, dressing up is lame. Like, I don't want to dress up no more. Like, my friends aren't dressing up. My friends don't go trick-or-treating. Like, I'm too old to do that stuff now. And, But I do remember... One year, my heart was broken (laughs) on Halloween because I think I was like six years old or something. Yeah, Uh, my parents they got us, they got me and my sister uh, and my cousins some pumpkins for Mm -hmm. us to carve. Carved up some pumpkins and we were hella stoked because we were like, yo, we we carved our own pumpkins ourselves. Like they were a shitty job, but it was like you're just proud of that as a kid because that's something that you did. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I did that. Like I did the damn thing. And one day we left. No, no, no. It was uh, the day after Halloween. Halloween went, we went trick or treating, we came back home. I think my dad stayed, or my mom or dad stayed handing out candy or something. Halloween ends. We wake up the next morning and our pumpkins that we carved were smashed in the street. Bro. And I remember as a six year old, bro, I was so heartbroken and I was so sad. I think I started crying actually and yeah. I was so sad cuz I was just like I made this pumpkin. I put my time and energy into carving this pumpkin and somebody just said fuck you pretty much. And it just like broke my heart. And I think like after that I didn't want to carve pumpkins anymore because cuz I was just like what's the point? Somebody's yeah. just going to fucking break it. Somebody's just going to smash that shit. And I mean but I think that only happened for like two years after mm-hmm. that. And then after that, I was kind of just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> it's a pumpkin. <laughs> it's yeah. going to go bad anyways. And so, but anyways, back to my original subject. Um, You remind me of my nieces and nephews. And it's like, they grow up so damn fast, bro. And it kind of breaks my heart. I mean, it, it makes me proud because I get to see the incredible kids, the incredible teenagers that they're becoming, the incredible adults that they will become. And, just recently i went to my cousin uh juan and lilia's house to go carve pumpkins with the kids it's a a yearly tradition annual tradition that i kind of began a couple years ago i go over there every year on uh during halloween time and uh i buy a bunch of pumpkins buy some things to carve stuff we go over carve pumpkins with the kids and we'll just watch halloween movies and then come towards christmas time uh, I buy gingerbread houses. Go over to my cousin Juan and Lidia's, They get all the kids together, and uh, we build gingerbread houses together.
1: I was in the newspaper for making a gingerbread house. Word, yeah, my oh, man. I forgot how old I was. It was so random. I'm like, I didn't know they were taking pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think my gingerbread house probably sucked because I was never that artistic.
0: Damn. Damn. Not with
1: like, you know, hand on hands-on projects and stuff like that. I was terrible at that. Yeah. couldn't draw. I couldn't do anything cool like that but my <laughs> dude but my nieces could draw so fucking good and i hate it yeah they're so talented like my um one of my nieces is into anime so she'll draw like you know naruto and all that kind of stuff and, and she's like yeah I, i'm really bad at drawing and i look at it. i'm like shut the f- i don't tell her this. i'm like shut the fuck up you're so fucking talented you know and like i, I tell her that she's good and like she's like no no and i'm like dude stop like I can't I wish I could draw that good yeah but um yeah no my nieces are growing too fast my yeah. oldest niece is like 12 13 yeah um but so my, bro- my brother-in-law and my sister are both tall they're both taller than me so I'm like 5'10 they're like 6 something oh yeah um, I think you
0: told me your nieces are getting tall yeah
1: <laughs> and so every time I see my niece the oldest niece Nevaeh she's just like damn near my height and I'm like stop cause you're, <laughs> you're gonna be taller than me one day and I'm gonna hate it <laughs>
0: But it's just like, it's not even about height, though. It's just about her growing up. Yeah, it's, it's sad, bro. And like, you kind of, I mean, we don't have kids ourselves, but you kind of understand what other parents feel like when they say like, oh my God, you grow up so fast. I mean,
1: yeah, because my oldest niece was born when I was in middle school. Damn. And she's almost in high school. Almost. Not yet, but almost. And I'm just like, stop. Yeah, because I I still remember my high school career, and you're about to be in high school, not not soon, soon, but pretty damn soon, and I don't like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it sucks, bro. Because uh, so I so I started like these little annual traditions with my nieces and nephews, and just recently, like uh, my cousin Lilia, she sent me the pictures of of all of us and all the kids carving pumpkins and stuff, and then uh, I was looking at them and I was kind of thinking back, like, damn, bro. They're growing up so fast, dude. Like, And how old are they? Uh, So one, my my niece, two of my nieces are 13. One's going to be 14 soon. Wow. Um, My nephew, he's 10. My other nephew, I think he's like four or, three, four or, four or five or something yeah. like that. And the other two, they're like two, three years old, one year old. And it just breaks my heart, bro. Because like I kind of went back and looked at the other photos. And in just one year, bro, they grow like crazy. Yeah. And I started thinking about it, and I was kind of just like, dude, the day that I tried to get them all together to carve pumpkins or to make gingerbread houses, and they tell me they don't want to, it's going to break my heart forever, bro. Yeah, it's going to be a tough <laughs> And day. like, it just, I don't want to think <clears throat> about it, but I can't help but think about it because of how fast they're growing up.
1: But don't you hate that when you're trying to enjoy something in the moment and you're thinking so far ahead?
0: You're like, "Yeah, one day I'm not gonna have this." Yeah, and it sucks. Such a like, sad thought. <laughs> and it sucks because. But I'm really, really glad and super grateful that they still like to hang out with me. Yeah, because well, it was re- so. It was recently my niece's birthday, um, and I ordered her something in the mail, but it like got super delayed, so it just came in recently and when i saw her i was like okay i'm gonna go take her her gift as well Mm -hmm. and i gave her her gift and by it was like a little anime plushie and at the end of the night she fell asleep with it and it was just like it kind of hit because i was just like damn like it's really nice that they appreciate the things that i do for them Mm -hmm. they're they're super young but they're old enough to understand like that they appreciate what i do for them yeah and they'll tell me, too, like, oh, thank you for, like, buying the pumpkins and coming over and carving with us and stuff like that. And and my nephew, he's 10 years old, and he's not that little anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because I was laying on the couch just chilling. We were watching a movie. And he comes over and just, like, lays on top of me. And my cousin Lilia, she's kind of just like, get off of him. Like, you're not a baby anymore. Like, you're big. Like, get off of him. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, no, it's okay. Like he still hasn't grown out of that and like it just i love it because i remember when he was just a baby bro like and he just loved hanging out with me he just loved being around me and so like he would just i don't know bro it's just it sucks to think that that's gonna end one day
1: <laughs> but it's also kind of dope to think that like once he reaches a bigger age you could teach them how to like maybe skateboard or but Oh, yeah. absolutely. Do, you know,
0: do do so
1: many crazy things. Absolutely. So I think that's like a dope part. But also, I don't know about you, but for me, when I was growing up as a kid, I didn't really have a lot of um relative like I had a few like you know, I had a handful of relatives who were dope as fuck. Yeah. But I felt like when it came to certain things, I had I had a lot of relatives, but not a lot of people that I could approach about some real shit. Yeah. You know, and I feel like well at least me and you, like in our families, like we can go we can uh, basically talk to our you know, nieces, nephews, cousins about anything, yeah, anytime, like whether they want the advice or not, or whether they want to hear what we have to say. It's like, they may not care about it like that day in that instant, but they might look back on that day, like five years, you know, from that day and go, damn, Alex was right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, cause I have, I have so many instances where I talk to friends and in the moment I'm like, you're dumb, shut up. But then like <laughs> time passes and you're like, they were right. They were on to something. They knew what they were talking about. They had yeah. some wisdom. But at the time, I was too ignorant to listen.
0: Yeah. You know? And and I do think about that, too. And I always remind my nieces and my nephews, like, yo, if you guys ever need anything, like, at all, just let me know and I got you. Um, I support them in everything they do, like sports, whatever. Like, I try to go watch them all play as much as I can. Um, remember all their birthdays and stuff like that. And it's just like... I'm the worst I, I, I am the I want them to know, like, yo, you guys are cared about. Yeah. And you guys are going to continue to be cared about no matter how old you get. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be able to approach me if they ever, like you said, like, you never had that, like, uncle, that aunt, or the relative, older cousin, older brother, whatever, that you could really approach for c- certain situations that you might need advice for mm-hmm. or something like that. I want them to have that because I also didn't have that, like... I mean I had cousins and I had aunts and uncles that I could approach it's just I didn't know how yeah and I didn't know that I needed to mm-hmm. because it's like they they they, they don't remind you mm-hmm. and so I want to consistently remind my nieces and nephews and consistently remind my cousins and all that like if you guys need anything bro like I'm literally here for you it's yeah. a it's no judgment zone we all done our dirt before we all got shit we all got skeletons in our closets like I'm here for you no matter what you need, mm. whether it's an ear, whether it's advice, whether it's money, whether it's whatever. Like
1: whether it's keeping your relatives in check. Cause yeah, like,
0: whether it's keeping you guys in check. Like I'll do whatever I got to do to be there for you because I want you to have that.
1: My uh, one of my nieces bullies her younger sister, and I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> She'll like, look, she'll stare at her with the straightest face, like this look of death. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. I'm like, give her her fucking crayons. Little <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, bro, it breaks my heart. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love them to death though. Yeah. So glad. And I hope we continue these traditions as long as I can, as long as they want to, as mm-hmm. long as they can. But
1: I mean, I mean, even if you don't, you don't keep those traditions, you can adapt and make new traditions. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, instead of just carving pumpkins for fun, we'll probably do like a little, our own little Halloween carving pumpkin mm-hmm. contest. Bring some prizes through, like yo, first place go. wins this, first second place wins that, or whatever. Do ugly sweater contests and stuff like that for Christmas and stuff. So, Start
1: playing some uh, pickup basketball one day with it, them. Yeah, show
0: them what's up. Yeah, You're old, uh,
1: Alex. You can't beat us. You cross the legs. Yeah, as, as much as <laughs> I don't want, them.
0: as much as I don't want them to grow up, it's yeah. like I'm also really excited for them to grow up because I know they're gonna do some good things. Mm-hmm. Like my niece Jocelyn, she is so smart bro she has such good grades and it blows my mind cause it's like she's so well disciplined at such a young age it's crazy like I know adults that are 50 and up that are not even close to being that disciplined yeah or organized I, like I'm nowhere near as disciplined as she is <laughs> I need to be more organized and I'm working on it day by day she's so disciplined she's so organized and she knows what she wants to do and she does it. That's dope. And so I know she's going to do incredible things. I know she's going to go far mm-hmm. um educationally and it's like I'm super excited to see that for her. And my other niece mm-hmm. Emily like she's she's very active, she's super smart. She's very her own person. Like she's not afraid to be herself. Mm-hmm. And that's important. And she's good at sports and like I'm I'm super excited to see her also become great. My nephew Jaden, such a good kid, super artistic. He loves he loves art. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Um and he's a nerd and like he doesn't care that he's a nerd. Like he we, he embraces dude, it. Nerds are the best. Yeah. And, you and know, and there's nothing I wrong don't with care what people say. Nothing wrong with being a nerd. Nothing. But like I love that he's not embarrassed to love the things yeah. that he loves. And yeah. it, it just I love it. I love it to death. And I hope he continues it. Same thing with all my other nieces and nephews. My little nephew Jay, uh, Joseph craziest kid in the world but he's such a vibe (laughs) he's such an energy to be around and it's like i'm so excited to see all of them grow up dude like it's gonna be amazing as as much as i don't want them to grow up i'm gonna be i'm I'm already proud of them and i'm just gonna get even more proud because i know they're gonna do good yeah but yeah i think we should call it right here. We're at about an hour and 36. I'm good with that. <laughs> but it has been a minute, man. It was good catching up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Uh, we do apologize for missing out the last episode. Hopefully you guys could understand. Uh, sometimes we just got shit going on. Um, catch us again in a couple weeks.
1: Yep. Catch you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening again. Thank you for your time. CeeLo, you thank you for joining me have again. have listened to the end, we really appreciate you. I love too much. Alex, always happy to be here. Always.
0: I'm glad. I would hate for the day that you're sad to be here. <laughs> I'd be in tears. Uh, you guys take care of yourselves. Take care of yourself for real. Like, not just... For real, take, for real. Not just, yo, know, take care of yourself, but like actually take care of yourself and take care of those around you.
1: Listen to good... Some, wow. Listen to some good music. Take care of your mental. Drink some water. Love. Late.
0: Period. Later. (laughs)